It is Mornings in the Spirit with Pastor Doug. I haven't been recording the last few mornings because, well, about a, for about a week because I was uh, on vacation and it's taken me a little bit of time to get back into the swing of things. But it's good to be with you this morning. And I'm going to continue my thoughts and hopefully they are blessed by the Holy Spirit. And in fact, uh, uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit through his word. So we've been talking about Sermon on the Mount. And I was going to just continue on in uh, Matthew 6, actually, as we uh, are, have been finishing up Matthew 5. But I think it's very necessary, very necessary that I say a word about the importance of the sermon overall. Uh, This is not just ordinary wisdom, but it is a word from heaven. And so I want to read to you just, well, and and to myself as well, uh, how Matthew 7 finishes up the Sermon on the Mount. I think uh, it's it's very powerful for us. It it sobered me up as far as the importance of these words that we're talking about. This is not just jibber-jabber. This is important stuff. So Jesus said in verse 21 of Matthew 7, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many uh, miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. I never want to hear those words. I don't want to hear those words directed at me. I don't want to hear those words directed at anybody that I love. And therefore, it is extremely important. Uh, Even if I use these uh, hyperboles, it is It is important, it is vital for us to get these words. Uh, Lord, Lord, uh, uh, not everybody who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Two things here. One is, how do we know the will of the Father who is in heaven? The will of a father who is in heaven is always going to be consistent with the word of God. Who better to tell us the word of God than the word that was in the beginning with God and in fact was God. So Jesus is actually saying that this is word of God. And it's not enough just to hear it, but to do it. 
And we'll come back to that in just a, a, a few minutes. It's very important that if we want to hear, well done, you good and faithful servant, enter into the joys of your Lord. And all of us, all of us want that. All of us want that for those whom we love. Then we must associate the importance of the word of God with the actions that we bring about in life. So I want to continue. Therefore, Jesus said, Jesus says, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. So once again, uh, Jesus is talking about puts the words, these words, the words of this sermon, the words recorded of Jesus throughout the New Testament. Everyone who puts these words into practice, okay, puts these words into practice is a wise man and he is building his house upon the rock. If we do not do these words that Jesus is speaking to us, we are, are saying the words are not important to us. They're not vital to our lives. If uh, we do not do these words, these words will leave our minds. These words will be taken from our lives and in the times of storm, our lives are no longer built upon the rock, but upon the sand. And these words will not help us, but simply uh, they, they will be used after the storm to hold us accountable uh, for having not obeyed them. So it is important that we practice these words. It's not enough to just do them one time. It is enough for us to say, these are the words upon which my life will be centered. We can, there's a, a phrase in America that I've heard, uh, you can take it to the bank, all right? Meaning that these words are sure and true and they are valuable beyond all treasure. All right. So we continue. The Bible says the rain came down and the streams arose and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on a rock. Now, some brilliant people made this whole uh, ending to the Sermon on the Mount a, a children's story, a children's song. And uh, I'm not going to sing it for you, but uh, you've probably heard it if you've been in Sunday school or junior church. Uh, the wise man built his house upon the rock. And I'm, again, I'm not going to sing it because you would very soon turn this <laughs> turn this on and never or off and never turn it back on again. But then he says, "But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not." Put them into practice 
is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Now, everybody goes through the storms. Everybody. Nobody is exempt. Uh, the uh, events of the recent past with so many in the White House coming down with COVID-19. I mean, the White House, how can you get more protected, more insulated than the White House? People around the president are tested all the time. Now, I'm not, I, I'm not making a political statement here. I'm making a spiritual statement. And that spiritual statement is no one, no one escapes the storms of life. They are part of life. So our lives must be built so that they withstand the storms. Storms that uh, tell us to, uh, that it's important to live above sin and above filling, fulfilling the flesh, flesh I'm sorry, the fleshly passions of life. Started talking so fast, I uh, mispronounced my words. When I, when I think about the storms, I think about sickness and death, financial troubles or financial problems, uh, not having enough uh, money at the end of our month, uh, family problems, uh, church problems, uh, governmental problems, uh, business problems, you name it. All of these things are storms. Sometimes the storms come in waves. Uh, once one storm has passed, another storm comes up. It's like uh, during the hurricane season. You'll see three or four, even five storms lining up in the Atlantic or in the Pacific, and it just seems like once they start rolling, they just keep rolling over this nearly the same path. Sometimes these are like our storms that come to us at a spiritual level, at a life and soul level. They come to all. They, they come to every one of us. But these are just, these are just part of life. But according to the spiritual words, if we are obedient and we practice these things that Jesus is putting out to our lives, our house, our life is founded on a sure foundation, upon a bedrock. Uh, we have taken time and effort to say, okay, where is the best foundation for my life? And we have dug through the surface materials and we have come to the bedrock. And the bedrock is the, are the words of Jesus. The bedrock is this sermon. The bedrock is all that Jesus teaches. This is the bedrock for our lives. We don't have to be afraid of the storm. Storms can come, storms will go, 
but we do not have to fear the storm. After every storm, whether it's a single storm or a group of storms, after every storm, our house is built on the foundation of the words of Christ. These words are never a lie. These words are never weak. These words will never let us down. But we can take it to the bank, so to speak. So the last uh, the last part of this, in fact, the last verse of chapter 7 says, When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. Jesus' words have authority because he has authority, because he is the eternal word that was with the Father in the creation and in fact created all things and without him was nothing created that was created. This is the one who is speaking these words. Every time I I hear a, a man or a woman, but unfortunately it's usually a man, uh, seems to sometimes we are capable of puffing ourselves up so that we really think that what we are saying has authority over anyone. And a lot of times we are merely expressing our opinions. And our opinions carry no weight not even if we are brilliant, not even if we are insightful, not even if we are aware. Now, you know, they they may be true, they may not be true, but they are not authority. The words of the Messiah are, author, are, are authority. They are authoritative. And they come straight from the mind and the heart of God. So, as we process through the rest of the Beatitudes, or, I'm sorry, as we profess through the rest of the Sermon on the Mount, when well, I'm rusty, huh? Uh, let us take these words into our heart and apply them consistently to our lives. May God bless you, keep you, Make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye for now.